We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. I am so excited today to have on a pretty cool guest. She has been an entrepreneur for nine years, so I think there's a lot that we can all learn from her. But these days, she dabbles especially in the podcasting zone, realm, whatever you want to call it. Her name is Deidre Shen. She's the co-founder and CEO of Capshow, the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter. Capshow is a software that helps experts who podcast create their AI-generated episode title, player description, show notes, episode social media captions, and email with content honey traps so they can grow their listeners. She is the creator of Content Honey Traps, author of Honey Trap Marketing, and host of Grow My Podcast Show, and the podcasting entrepreneur. She is a serial entrepreneur, having founded and led seven businesses across five industries in the last nine years and has navigated the entire spectrum of experiences and emotions, the good, the bad, and the ugly. That comes with starting, running, and closing and exiting businesses. With her hands-on experience in successfully growing her business to six and seven figures, she now helps experts who podcast beat obscurity. I am so excited to bring her to you today. I think you're going to love this chat. So let me know what you think. And as always, reach out, say hi, and you can find all of Deidre's details in the show notes. So we have got Deidre here today with us, and she's going to give us some insights into podcasting and all things, how to kind of promote your podcast and tell us a little bit about a product that she has on the market around podcasting. So welcome to the episode today, Deidre. I hope that you are well. Yes. Thanks so much for having me here, Beck. Super pumped for this. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so glad that we have connected and you are over the other side of the world. So we are just going to say that. You Tell us yes. a little bit about where you are right now. I am in New York City, up in Harlem, actually. And that's, I was just saying to Beck that um, it might get noisy. <laughs> it is peak hour traffic. Um, and the sirens, obviously, as you can, you, you probably know, in New York City is they're just prolific. But hopefully, yeah, we'll be able to get through this really with nothing too loud at least yeah yeah and it'll take us I feel to like all any Aussies listening to this will be like oh I feel a little bit exotic I'm on a holiday (laughs) (laughs) hopefully right I feel like I'm there sort of not really but the other cool (laughs) thing that's going on behind you right now come on just give us a quick like tell us yeah so everyone always actually asks because they're like oh what is are you in London because the architecture Mm. looks a little bit European but these are like kind of like the brownstones um up in Harlem and so yeah there's you know townhouses there's just people walking This is, you know, people walking home. And then there's also trucks on our sidewalk. I was just showing back because there's been for the last couple of days, there's been filming happening on our block. And so, yeah, there are, we haven't yet seen anyone famous, unfortunately, but they're there. And (laughs) I'm like, I still, sometimes I pop out and just like, oh, I wonder if I can see someone now. I know. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be like, come on. And then you'll freeze anyway when you see them and not go up and say hi. (laughs) Would you say hi? No. We actually have, do you know Dapper Dan? No. At all? I've never heard about Dapper. Okay. So he is like this really stylish. So he actually is the head designer for, I think, like um, Louis Vuitton, but like the menswear. And so he styles and dresses like basketballers and just like super, it's kind of like, pimp you know and not like garishly but anyway he literally lives two blocks down and now we always see him on the corner and right. yeah we always say hi to each other oh how cool is that <laughs> super that's cool great. i love that oh that is cool i guess that's what you get living in america there's you know there's, yes. there's a lot more people than here in australia but you know i'm yes. still hoping to run into one of the hemsworths eventually <laughs> 
<laughs> one day we'll that see. would definitely you know what I, I would be happy with that too <laughs> i know i know i'd be like holy <laughs> all right so we should probably jump into today's app so what you're coming to talk to us about today is a little bit about growing your podcast audience and I was hoping, because I know there's a lot of people in Australia right now that are like, do I start a podcast? Don't I? And, we, you know, my producer was l- nice enough to come on and kind of chat through that with us. But I thought you can sort of, and with your product, so give us a little spiel on your product as well into yeah. how we can, yeah, grow a podcast if you are into podcasting or if you're thinking of t- making the leap. Yes. And thank yeah, thank you for uh, wanting to talk about this because this is the thing I'm actually really passionate about because uh, it kind of happened to me where I got, re- I was really gung-ho about starting my podcast and I And that's actually the easy part. The easy part is actually starting it. The hard part is actually continuing it. And the reason why it's hard is because, you know, we're human. So if things aren't growing, if they're not going super well, then we're like, oh, is this really worth our time? And I I don't know if that happened happened to you, Beck, but I know it's definitely happened to me where I'm like, oh, gosh, these download numbers are really (laughs) like embarrassingly low. Is this still worth my time, right? Because it's still an investment of time. Um, I think podcasting is a huge investment of time. Yeah. I always say that to people when they want to talk to me about starting their own podcast. I'm like, be prepared. It's time and energy right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And and the reason why I think so many of us um, pod fade, I don't know if you've heard of that term. Oh, I like that term. Uh, yeah, it was, a new, it was a new one for me too. Yeah. So pod fade, you know, is quite a phenomenon and it happens when you essentially just give up and, you know, uh, I forgot what the stats was, something like 70% of shows don't even make it past the, their first seven or eight episodes. It's a real thing. And this is why podcasting is, you know, it's it's a hard thing to maintain. But I, I, where I come from is the reason why it's so hard and gets really disheartening is because by the time we record and maybe we edit our own shows and then we publish it, we're just so exhausted that the thought of having to promote the thing is like, you know what, I'm just going to, it doesn't need to be promoted. I don't need to do anything. People and will just find it because they're on the podcast yeah, app. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Surely, surely someone will find it. But um, that's not what happened. I think we all know, even as entrepreneurs, uh, fundamentally, you know, you can't just sit on something and hope that people find it. And that's actually one of the first tier, actually, so that I'm going to go through uh, as part of this strategy. But just to round that out, I became so passionate, actually, about this whole thing to be like, oh, my gosh, everyone... People who podcast, especially if you're an expert and you're you're teaching, kind of like what you're doing here, Beck, um, bringing experts on to talk to your audience, it's so valuable because they learn so much from what it is that you're sharing. There's so much value in there. And I was like, it's such a shame that, you know, people are at a rate of, you know, 70% stopping and not getting their voices out there and their messages heard. And so that's when I really started nerding out actually on... <laughs> promoting on you know promoting a podcast and that's why that's really how Capture was born. So just really quickly, Capture, it's an AI powered podcast copywriter because I don't know about anyone else, but copy is like the worst oh, thing. <laughs> My, my producer will tell you how much I hate show notes. And sometimes yeah. I won't lie. I've had episodes go live without show notes. Without. <laughs> yeah. I'm very, I'm very honest with my audience. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. And I don't blame you because it is, it's exhausting and it's creatively draining, I would say. And so that's where it was. Yeah. That's really where Capture was born. So um, in short, you, uh, our users upload their podcast episode file and in under 10 minutes, literally like something like five to six minutes, it creates episodes. So title, description, show notes, social media captions, promotional email, blog post, YouTube description, 
full transcript, like the shebang of promoting your podcast episode. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what it does. But, okay, so then to go back to kind of the topic at hand, which is how do we actually promote our podcast, I actually go through a, a strategy that I call the traffic pyramid. And there are four tiers to it pretty sequential in terms of like how you would approach the promotion part of it. So the bottom tier is what I call passive organic marketing. And that's kind of what I was alluding to when I was like, oh yeah, you know, we're just putting, we're just recording a podcast episode and we're just putting out there hoping that someone finds it on Spotify or iTunes or something, right? Like that is an example of passive organic marketing where you create all this content, whether it's on social media or a podcast, you put it out there and you pass, you just sit back and you're like, yeah, job done. Good on me. And it's like, people are just going to find it. That doesn't, yeah. We know that that doesn't work, right? Yeah. So then we have to uh, go into the second tier, which is active organic marketing. So how do we activate this content that we're actually creating? So that's why, you know, from a podcast perspective, the more that we can share about it to our audience, whether that is through social media, through email, email's a big one, um, you know, on a blog post from a discoverability perspective, the more, obviously, the more chance you're giving it to actually get found to get discovered. But more so if I talk specifically about even honing in on a particular platform, for example, or like a particular strategy. So social media, because, you know, pretty much everyone would be on some kind of social media platform. I made the mistake, you know, as I, I, everything I, I, I've made all of the mistakes. So it's like, (laughs) that's how we learn though, right? right? Yeah. So (laughs) I did the thing where I was like, I'm going to create all this content and I'm putting it out. And Instagram is probably my, my platform of choice. Um, it's just the one that I grew, grew up with quote unquote. So I would put content out there and then I just wait. I'm like, yes, you know, people are going to like click on my link and they're going to come and listen to my podcast episode and just didn't happen. And so when I, uh, but then when I started to actually, I was like, okay, this is silly. I need to actually start to be a good citizen of this platform and actually start engaging and be social, right? That's what social, social media is in the name. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's like actually engaging with who my ideal listeners would be, not to like sell them on anything, because as soon as you engage with them, the first thing they're going to do is go check you out anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So they'll check you out and they'll see what you're about and is it worth having a conversation with you? And, you know, they'll see that you have a podcast and like, hey, if you're already adding value to them in some way and engaging them, then, you know, they may as well check it out. So that's kind of like how I started thinking about it and I started doing it and it actually worked. Now, not like what, like massive volumes, but like very, like sustained, you know, increases, incremental increases. So this particular strategy from a social media perspective isn't going to blow things out of the water for you, but mm. it does move the dial. Like it, it truly does. So I, I think that the the message really is in the second tier of active organic marketing, like how can you think about a piece of content that you're creating from a podcast perspective? It's really hard to get discovered because of how the RSS feeds and stuff, et cetera, work. So you do need to create these other content pieces off the back of it. And if you think about like, yep, social media, how can you be a good citizen of that platform? If you think about a blog post, for example, how can you really optimize it for SEO, like give it its best chance to actually be discovered on, you know, through the search engines, um, you know, your email list or your email, promotional email that you send out about your, uh, your episode, how do you give it the best chance of getting opened yeah. or getting clicked through? You know, that's really what you want to be thinking in this tier. Yeah, I love that. So helpful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the third tier I call leveraging other people's audiences. And this is actually like a no-brainer for podcasters because, you know, you have guests on all the time. And yeah, there's some debate about, you know, guests sometimes are very self-serving and they don't want to like 
what's it the darn that you know they don't promote i find that's, that weird yeah right because if I i'm a guest somewhere i'm like hell yeah i've been here yeah. i'm important people are asking me to speak right like yeah, totally. and because i think that's the, the best gift you can get is to be on someone's podcast yes because it's helping your profile but anyway sorry yeah. i'll let you go back because no, I'm, I'm passionate I, about that i know i completely agree and i am a big big believer in like you know when you give to the world it will give back so yeah. i you know i all will always share and i share multiple like in my social media i'll share my email to my email list and stuff because i'm like yeah if someone was generous enough to give me their platform or like to have me you know share their platform like why wouldn't i give back in that way because I would hope that if I get do get guests when I get guests on my my podcast that they would do the same thing and if they don't yeah that's you know it, it is what it is but hey like I, I'm still trying not to be jaded by <laughs> <laughs> the world at large so, but yeah. I, I agree with you I think it's such a gift to be given someone's audience yes because totally. you don't know who's listening and it's like you and I think if you go there and I'm of the same belief of you like in service of people and you get you get back naturally because yeah, it's just it's just one of those what goes around comes around, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so leveraging, you know, and for your podcast, like that's a no-brainer, getting guests on, having them share. But how else, you know, I like to think really quite innovatively about how else I might collaborate. So can you do like a virtual summit? Can you do um, giveaways? Can you like, what else can you do that will will essentially grow your list for your business, but especially for your podcast? Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I always try to put lead magnets in my show notes, but you've just made me think like maybe I should do like a winner at 90 minute session with Beck. Exactly. Yeah. Oh just God. what else can you do? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> not even just a 90, like, can you partner with other people that you know to bundle, you know, things yeah. that this, this giveaway looks even like awesome and then they share it as well. And that's really the power of collaboration yeah. is again, you're leveraging other people's audiences in a different way. So and you're giving back though still. It's not like yes. you're leveraging them to like, hey, I just no. want to try and steal your audience yeah. and get sales. It's actually like, let's collaborate and let's make this thing. And you don't even know what's going to come from that. You could end up collaborating a lot exactly. more. Totally, totally. That's definitely what I found. Um, so I go into all of my collaborations just thinking like, how can I get, have everyone like, me, the collaboration partner, but definitely our audience. How can we all win from this? So that's what you want to be thinking that tier. But there, there is no better way, honestly, to grow anything than to collaborate and to leverage other people's audiences. Yeah, um, totally. so that's the third tier. And then the fourth one, which um, we're still slightly testing with, and I wouldn't recommend this for almost the majority of people, but it is through paid ads. So, mm-hmm. you know, testing through, there, there are different players that actually have affordable depending on what your niche is like for business and marketing it's always going to be expensive because mm-hmm. there's just yeah. so much competition but when you if you have a podcast in a particular like smaller niche I should say I would say then it may actually be worth the dollar spend to get your podcast or your episode sort of on the top part of podcast players and I'm talking about podcast players like you know overcast and you know mm-hmm. um those type not not at Spotify and iTunes, uh, but yeah, yeah like kind of the other ones. Interesting. I actually didn't even realize that you could really do advertising like that yet through podcast channels because mm-hmm. I haven't really looked into it, to be honest. That's interesting yeah. to know. Not many people know about it, but no. it's actually, it's a hidden secret that is, has definitely helped to grow a lot of other non-famous people's podcasts for sure interesting because i would have thought actually me and my friend were talking about this the other day both we're both marketers and we were talking about whether it's worth promoting your podcast through social channels 
like whether mm. it's worth putting the dollar spend behind that and, and driving the traffic through that. Have you guys played with that at all? A little bit. We tinkered with it. We actually, we didn't get great results mm. um, running sort of Facebook ads and stuff, but that's not to say that we aren't going to try again. Yeah. Um, so, right. you know, because, yeah, you just never know. So I work that is you can spend so little money. Sorry to yeah. I cut you off there, but you can spend no. so little to get to see if the result is going to be there exactly. or not. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, because what I was going to say was basically everything I, is a test and learn approach. And that's a great thing about these kind of platforms is that to your point, you can actually test relatively cheaply um, and then see if it works for you, see if it doesn't. If it's kind of slightly working, then maybe it's just like tweaking some messaging or, you know, how else can you tweak it to really um, get it going? It hasn't been, to be honest, it hasn't been a huge priority for us to promote the podcast through those kind of paid ads. I would probably more so try to do it through, um, yeah, players and also potentially, uh, again, depending on your, on your niche, the newsletters or industry type newsletters that go out to your audience because it's just another way another resource for them to tap into right yeah, um listen to your podcast so yeah, yeah. just some ideas <laughs> love that that has been so helpful I think the audience listening will be like wow my mind is slightly blown because mine is and I've been podcasting <laughs> for I'm over 100 episodes now so I'm I'm in wow. I feel like I'm into it and yeah I, sure. I, I hear you on the when you launch and it's like that's the number <laughs> But now I open it. I remember the first week I had like over a hundred downloads, and I was like, "What? People so cool, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." And it is a blows your mind. And then you hear like, you know, I've got friends that have podcasts and now get thousands of downloads. You know, in a in a yeah. week, and I'm like, yeah. "We'll get there. We'll get there." Yeah, but it, it is a slow burn, really. It's not one of those it things is. unless you've already got such a huge public profile. It's probably not yep. going to be one of those things that you turn on and then get instant results. But I think it's worth it. And personally, if you love doing it, which I do, um, yes. you know, it gives me the opportunity to talk some, to some pretty cool people. Oh, my gosh, yes. The networking <laughs> is just great. Like, yeah. if nothing else, I think that's such a powerful a powerful reason to have a podcast. Yeah, for sure. sometimes I feel like I just do it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I'll put all of the details of where to find you in the show notes, but just give us a quick, um, quick five second, how to find you. Yeah. So I'm on all of the social media platforms under Deidre Shen, D-E-I-R-D-R-E-T-S-H-I-E-N. It is such a complicated name. <laughs> uh, and if you want to try out Cap Show, so if you're a podcaster and you want to check out the magic of getting all of your copy created for you in literally under 10 minutes, then come and try it for free it's at capshow.com c-a-p-s-h-o.com yeah i am so keen to do that <laughs> when you told me about this i was like this is something i need in my life yeah. so badly <laughs> i haven't tried it yet but i was going to try it on this episode actually so there you go awesome thank you so much for joining us and i'm sure we'll have you back yes thank you for having me